Welcome to Awaken and Empower, a podcast dedicated to creating a space for honest and true conversations on self-development, spirituality, and the intricacies of being human. It's hosted by me, Shaylin Ivany. I'm a self-empowerment coach on a mission to help women deepen their connection with themselves so they can live an authentic and meaningful life. And that's my intention with this show as well. This podcast is for anyone who is ready to unlock their inner wisdom and commit to the journey of deeply knowing, embracing, and honoring themselves. Awaken and Empower is a safe space where we can get real and dive deep into big and meaningful topics like identity and spiritual growth, inner work and mental health, and the meaning of the miracle it is to be here, alive and breathing and taking up space. Listen in for soul-centered inspiration, heartfelt advice, and personal stories that will guide you towards awakening your authentic self and living an empowered life. Welcome back to Awaken and Empower. I hope you're doing well. Thank you for choosing to tune into this show. I'm so grateful for every single listen and download that I get. And just know that if you're listening right now, you mean something to me. And I'm so thankful for you. I hope this show brings a little light into your life and helps you connect with your sense of self-empowerment. Before we get into today's topic, I have an exciting podcast announcement to make. I've decided that I'll be doing a summer conversation series for the show, which means every episode in June, July, and August will be a conversation episode. I've done a few conversation episodes so far on the podcast, and I loved creating every single one of them. It's just such a different energy to share in the space with someone else and have deep and enlightening and fun conversations, so I figured I'd bring that energy into the show for the whole summer. So just to give you a little heads up, the next five episodes will be conversations between me and some pretty incredible women in my life. I believe each of them has their own unique insights and wisdoms to share, and they all hold a special place in my heart. So I just think we will have such amazing conversations for the podcast. So yeah, episodes will still come out every other Thursday and there will be five conversation episodes coming your way and the last episode of the summer at the end of August will actually be my 50th episode. So that'll be a solo episode. I'm not sure what it will entail just yet, but 50 episodes is a big deal. So I figured I'd make that one a celebration between just me and you, my dear listener. So Yeah, that's the plan for the podcast for the summer. I'm really excited for all five of these conversations and I'm so looking forward to sharing these amazing women with all of you. So make sure you're subscribed to the show so that you don't miss out on any of these episodes. So today for our last solo episode for the next few months, I thought it would be fun to bring the oracle cards back into this space so we can all connect with our soul for a little while. This is actually the fifth oracle card reading episode we've done. 
and I always have such a fun time doing these readings for the show. I think it's just a cool way to make the podcast a bit more interactive and what's even more exciting about this one in particular is that I'll be using three new oracle decks. So if you've listened to any of the other oracle card episodes, you'll know I use the Work Your Light deck and the Starseed deck by Rebecca Campbell, as well as the Divine Feminine deck by Megan Watterson. But today we're switching it up. I recently got a few new oracle decks and I've been working with those for a little while and I'm loving each of them. My collection of card decks is really growing and I love it. I just feel like each oracle deck brings a unique dimension and energy and it's really cool to explore different kinds of decks. So in today's reading, we will be using the Moonology oracle deck by Yasmin Boland the Animal Spirit deck by Kim Kranz, and the Rose Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. Like I said, I love each of these decks so much, and I'm really excited to see what each will bring up for us in today's readings. I'll put links to each of them in the show notes so that you can see what they look like if you'd like to. And just to give a little background and intro, I'll read the deck descriptions for each of them so that you have a better idea of what they're all about. So for the Moonology Oracle deck, the description on the back of the guidebook says, The Moonology Oracle is a powerful spiritual tool that enables you to attune to the moon and manifest the life you dream of. When you need a clear answer to any question you have, use the cards to invoke a sense of direction and purpose and then take action. This guidebook contains all the information you need to start working with the deck and reveals the in-depth meaning of each of its 44 cards. Ask a question or think of your deepest desire, then draw a card to reveal the moon's guidance. So that's the Moonology deck, and the description for the Animal Spirit deck says... The Wild Unknown Animal Spirit Deck is a breathtaking oracle deck and guidebook box set for self-discovery inspired by the creatures, real and mythical, of the animal kingdom. The illustrated cards feature powerful creatures from the forest, streams, deserts, fields, and sky. Celebrate the hidden wisdom of the beings that inhabit our world and beyond and discover how we are all connected in the great mystery of life. And finally, the Rose Oracle. A secret symbol of goddesses of old, the rose holds ancient wisdom and potent medicine for these times. This soulful, deep-rooted guidebook will help you connect with the healing energy of the rose, return to your ever-unfolding true nature, be in tune with the changing seasons of your life, and hear the voice within. This activating oracle opens the doorway to the physical and spiritual teachings of the rose. May the healing mysteries of Mother Rose call you home to your own true nature and plant your soul even more deeply than before. All that sounds great to me. I don't know about you, but I hope one of those decks resonated with you in some way. Before we get into the readings, I want to say a few words about the whole concept of connecting with your soul. I like to think of your soul as the truest essence of who you are. It's the part of you that has been here for lifetimes, and your soul chose to be here in this lifetime for a reason, or for multiple reasons. Your soul is ancient and wise and eternal. It understands things that your logical mind can't. It transcends the limits of the human form. 
It is the truest part of you, and it's deeply connected to your inner wisdom and intuition. This is just what I believe our souls are. You might see it differently, which is totally cool. But in the case of this episode and the oracle readings we're about to do, connecting with your soul can simply mean connecting with that truest and wisest part of you, your most authentic essence. I love oracle cards because they really provide a channel towards this part of ourselves. The messages in the cards awaken our souls and help us remember certain things or hear the messages our soul knows we need to hear at this moment. I've had and continue to have some beautiful moments with oracle cards where there's just so much resonance. It's magical and the guidance in the cards also helps to transmute that magical resonance into actionable practice. Once you receive the messages in the cards and allow your soul to really hear them and integrate them, you can then choose to act on them when it feels right to you. Oracle cards are just one way to connect with your soul. There are so many other ways. It's really just anything that helps you feel really connected to yourself in a fully embodied way, in a way where all your conditioning falls away and you're left with just you in your purest form. Practices like meditation and journaling and yoga can help you connect with your soul. Doing things you're passionate about can help you feel connected to your soul. Receiving spiritual support, like some sort of reading, can really connect you with your soul. I received my first spiritual reading not too long ago, actually. I got an Akashic Record reading, and it was incredible. I received some really clear messages about my soul and my soul's purpose in that reading. So, things like that. And of course, you don't need to be particularly spiritual to connect with your soul. Some sort of spiritual inclination does help, or at least a spiritual curiosity, but this is really just about connecting with yourself. So, if the term soul doesn't really resonate with you, then you can just replace it with yourself. When we give ourselves the space to welcome this soul and self-connection, deeper understanding and incredible shifts can happen. It's transformative in the most empowering way. So I hope the readings today give you that space to connect with your soul and hear what your soul wants you to hear. A quick reminder too that I offer an oracle card reading and self-empowerment coaching session. It's a 90-minute session called Messages from Within. And in that session, we combine card reading and coaching to create a really powerful space of self-reflection and setting aligned intentions. The cards and coaching pair so perfectly together. So if there's any area of yourself or your life that you feel like you'd like some guidance on or a space to explore it more, this session would be perfect for you. You'll receive messages from the cards and we'll use those messages to inform the coaching portion of our session so that you can integrate and embody what resonated most for you. If you're interested in this session, just reach out to me and we'll get it all set up for you. As always, you can email me at shaylenivany at livingembrace.ca or use the contact me page on my website and be sure to find me on Instagram at living.embrace. Okay, let's get into the card readings. So just like with the past Oracle card episodes, pick which reading you'd like to be your own beforehand and you can either skip to that part of the episode or you can listen into all three because why not? <laughs> let's make the Moonology deck our deck number one. 
the animal spirit will be deck number two and the rose oracle is deck number three you can pick based on the deck descriptions that i shared at the beginning or the numbers of the deck or even the timestamp of the deck whatever feels best for you if you have a question you'd like to receive guidance on have that in mind for your reading it's best to ask an open-ended question like a how or a what question a yes or no question doesn't really work as well so just make sure to keep it open-ended all right so pick your reading and let's get into some oracle card readings to connect with your soul first reading will come from the Moonology Oracle deck. I'm just going to give the cards a shuffle and keep your question in mind if you are coming to the cards with a question. And I'm just going to pick the card that's on the top of the deck. So I pulled the North Node card and it says, step out of your comfort zone. And I'll just read the description that's in the guidebook. All right. North Node, step out of your comfort zone. There's a strong feeling when you get this card that it's time to leave the past behind somehow because you are headed in the right direction. If you want to be happy and fulfilled, you need to get going towards doing the thing that scares you, within reason. This card is all about living your life purpose, which is possibly what you've asked about. It's urging you to dare to do something different with your life and your direction, to take action. So, are you willing to follow through and lead the life you incarnated to live? If you finally find the courage to make the leap, there's a good chance you'll come to ask yourself, why did I wait so long? And the Attune to the Moon affirmation says... I know I'm headed in the right direction. Additional meanings for this card, you're headed for something which feels like destiny. You need to face a fear and get over it. Time to stop obsessing about someone or something. Stand on your own two feet. You've got this. And the teaching says, the north node is where the moon crosses the ecliptic going north. It's a karmic point and on the horoscope chart shows us what we need to do and where we need to go with our life to find satisfaction, fulfillment, and happiness. The North Node is the karmic astrological point that reminds us that in order to discover new oceans, we have to be prepared to lose sight of the shore. Hmm. So if this was your card, feel into what I just read into the description see how it lands for you what comes up for you what emotions are present have any thoughts popped into your head i feel like the message of this card is pretty clear it's right in the description step out of your comfort zone because doing that will help you live your life purpose and it's interesting because i have a very I guess, untraditional view of the comfort zone. I personally don't prescribe to the notion of completely abandoning your comfort zone as the only way to make change in your life. I do believe that the comfort zone is kind of there to serve a purpose. And for some of us, 
aka me, it's often difficult to fully abandon my comfort zone. I don't feel safe sometimes or balanced or stable when I leave my comfort zone. Maybe that's just a me problem, but because of how um, sensitive I am and how and just all my mental health um, struggles and also just how overwhelmed I can get, sometimes fully leaving my comfort zone is just not the right course of action for me. And I felt ashamed about that for a long time, you know, like, why can't I just get out of my comfort zone and basically force myself to take risks and not be comfortable for a little bit? And so there came a point where I decided that I didn't want to fully leave or abandon my comfort zone. What I wanted to do was expand my comfort zone, make it bigger, you know, so that I could still do things that helped me grow, but in a way where I was still comfortable, I still felt safe and held and still connected to myself, if that makes sense. So I know there's this notion that you need to completely leave your comfort zone to make any sort of meaningful change in your life to follow your goals and all of that and yes that's true and it is true for a lot of people but if you're someone like me who would rather stay in your comfort zone or would rather look at it as expanding your comfort zone instead of fully leaving it that's okay too I don't know, I think there's value to the comfort zone and, you know, even though this card is saying step out of your comfort zone, I like how it's saying step out and not completely leave your comfort zone because I feel like if you step out of your comfort zone, it's still there. Like, you're just a step away from it and you can still return to it if you need to and there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with needing that sense of comfort as you're making big changes in your life. So, yeah, those are my thoughts on the comfort zone. Um, If you don't agree, that's totally cool. This is just my opinion. And I like how this card is a reminder that it takes courage to live the life that you're meant to live, to live out your life's purpose, your soul purpose. It takes courage to follow that. And, you know, it also says if you finally find the courage to make the leap, there's a good chance you'll come to ask yourself, why did I wait so long? And that's beautiful because once you start making these steps for yourself, beautiful things happen. And yeah, you do ask yourself, why did I wait so long? I could have just done this right away or I could have stepped away from fear way sooner. I like how this card kind of gives confirmation that you're headed for your destiny and you always have the courage in you to take these steps and yeah this is just a very positive card I guess and affirming if you're feeling like there's something you want to do but something is holding you back from it if this is your card I feel like this is your confirmation that you can just do the thing and figure it out along the way So again, if this is your card, feel into what resonates most for you. Take whatever guidance you want from it. You can totally disregard my thoughts on the comfort zone if they weren't helpful for you. But 
yeah, just think about what this card means to you and how it can help you connect with your soul. Next reading is from the Animal Spirit deck. So I'm just going to give the cards a shuffle. And again, come with your question if you have one. And if you're just here to connect with your soul, that's totally cool too. <laughs> I'll pick the card in the middle of the deck. So I picked the lion. Now let's see what it says in the guidebook. Okay. Lion. Patient, regal, a complete master. The lion is a master of the fire element and the living mascot of self-transformation. A lion personality dedicates their life to personal and spiritual growth. This dedication inspires some and intimidates others. Therefore, the lion is respected by all, but known intimately by few. Some mistake the lion as hard to access or aloof, yet those with a keener eye know better. Lions are observant, stealth, and precise in their words and actions. They do not waste energy or resources. This card reminds us that self-mastery is available to all, no matter where our quest begins. When in balance, the lion is the epitome of peace and strength, and when out of balance, it's withdrawn and too serious. To bring into balance, use daily meditation and friendship. I love this card. I haven't pulled this one yet. I'm really feeling the fiery energy that comes with this card. So if this was your card, feel into the description I just read. How does it resonate for you? What lands? What are you feeling right now? What are you thinking? Just kind of reflect on what's coming up for you. Yeah, the figure of the lion is just really regal and I like how this card points to self-mastery. I feel like that really pairs nicely with the animal of the lion. And there's also themes of self-transformation personal and spiritual growth, respect by some but not by others. They are observant, stealth, and precise in their words and actions. They do not waste energy or resources. Yeah, this is a very, very strong card. I feel like we all kind of have these elements in our soul in some degree. And I like how this one came up because it does feel very spiritual and connecting with your soul is a spiritual thing. And so I think this card is just telling you to tap into this part of yourself, tap into this part of your soul, the part of you that is patient and a master of yourself and willing to explore self-transformation and spiritual growth and not to worry so much about what others think, you know, like the card says, this dedication inspires some and intimidates others, therefore their line is respected by all but known intimately by few. And some people think the line is hard to access or aloof. So this just goes to show that other people's opinions don't matter. They really don't have anything to do with you. It's just their projection of what they think of you. So I think this card is saying just to stand tall and strong in your power. 
to empower yourself and to not stray from that, to trust that part of you and to bring it into your daily life. Because it's this strength and this peace and self-mastery that will help you live the life that truly fulfills you, a life that feels purposeful and meaningful to you. And you know, we can't all always be a lion. Sometimes we're going to have to be something softer, something quieter, and that's okay too. But I think this card really points to the fact that we all have a lion within us and we can draw on its energy whenever we want. Like the card says, this card reminds us that self-mastery is available to all no matter where our quest begins. So it's available to you right now. You can become the lion. You can become an expert at self-mastery no matter what you're going through. So if you're struggling with something right now, if you feel like you're, I don't know, losing control of yourself or not feeling as at peace or balanced or stable, first of all, hello, I'm there with you. <laughs> um, I don't know, I've just been going through a period of like almost existential crisis level stuff. But um, yeah, I really like how this card reminds us that we have this solid strength within us that we can draw on in those times of life when things just feel out of our control. We don't know what we want or where we're going or how to go about life, how to be a human. <laughs> Sometimes it's just hard to be a human. So I don't know. I just really like the messages in this card. And no matter what you're going through, I hope connecting with this part of your soul, the lion part, can provide you with some strength and self-mastery and guidance that helps you step forward in a strong, self-assured way. Okay, and our last reading comes from the Rose Oracle. I'm just shuffling the cards. Think of your question. Create space to connect with your soul. And let's see what this reading has for us. And I'm going to pick the card on the bottom of the deck. Alright. I pulled Healing the Mother Line. Healing. Ancestral work. Mother Line. Growing up. So, let's see what it says in the guidebook. Healing the mother line. Healing. Ancestral work. Mother line. Growing up. We're living in a time of complex healing, especially when it comes to the mother line. Collectively, we're facing the intergenerational trauma that colonialism and patriarchy have imprinted on us. So many born to mothers who were not mothered themselves. It's time to mend the chain. So many of our ancestral lines have experienced brutal persecution and separation from the sacred feminine. We've been starved of the great mother's unwavering embrace and instead told to look only to a male god in the sky. So many were not taught to see the sacred in all things and the feminine in all her stages as sacred, powerful, and holy. This way of living has gone on for too long and we're all being called to heal it on behalf of our ancestors, past and emerging. 
Healing is possible. It may not be straightforward or easy, but it's possible. It can be felt forward and back. Your ancestors past and future are singing with you. It's time to release our mothers all the way back for what they may not have been able to give, to find a way to cultivate the loving mother within, to treat ourselves with the same deep reverence, adoration, understanding, and compassion that we longed for all along. You can be that for yourself today. You can meet yourself where others could not. And as you do, future ancestors will bless you for finding the courage to release and heal deep. And the rose transmission says, I reach all the way back to the original mother and I set all the mothers and myself free. This is my first time pulling this card and I feel it deep in my soul. (laughs) This is such a powerful card. So if this is your card... Feel into what resonates for you, what's coming up for you, what emotions are there. Just how are you feeling right now? How is this landing? There's so much in this card. You know, it's about healing. It's about the divine feminine. It's about mothering ourselves, breaking free of the structures that try to weigh us down in society. The spiral path of healing. (laughs) And cultivating a loving mother within ourselves yeah this card is really powerful there's so much to take from it and i for one can really resonate with this card and just the whole concepts all the concepts that this card brings up i think it's so important for us to learn how to mother ourselves no matter what our relationship with our mothers is you know our relationship with the woman who birthed us we can all still mother ourselves and I feel like I've been on that journey myself of learning how to mother myself in the way that I'd like to be mothered and taking those lessons with me so that I can use them when I become a mother myself. And you know, this card really points to the importance of reconnecting with the sacred feminine as well. We've been starved of the great mother's unwavering embrace and instead told to look only to a male god in the sky. And that's so true. It's kind of kind of goes back to the idea too of looking within instead of outside of you for guidance. I feel like in the patriarchal societies that we live in, we're taught to look outside of ourselves for guidance. And in the feminine way of things, all your guidance can be found within. You just need to spend time looking within and I've definitely been on that journey. I help my coaching clients through that journey because it can be uncomfortable and scary and confusing and just not what you're used to doing. I for sure know how hard it is to start doing that kind of work for yourself. And it really takes practice and trust and belief and faith that you know what's best for you within you. You don't need anyone else to tell you what's best for you. And if we just connect to that part of us, that part of our soul that is feminine, seeped in divine feminine energy, we can look within ourselves. Like this card says, we can cultivate the loving mother within to treat ourselves with the same deep reverence, adoration, understanding, and compassion that we longed for all along. You can be that for yourself today. You can meet yourself where others could not. 
I love that line. You can meet yourself where others could not. Everything you're desiring, you can give that to yourself. This is part of healing. It's part of connecting with ourselves, connecting with our souls. And it's really powerful stuff. I don't know. I feel like I'm still kind of sitting with the messages in this card. This card, I just really feel this card. I can't logically make sense of it. I feel like I'm stumbling on my words for this one, but it's so powerful that all you can do is feel it. So if this is your card, think about how the messages in the card can help you connect with your soul. Because I think there's a lot of guidance in here about connecting with your soul, how to go about that. And yeah, just reflect on how you're feeling right now with this card. I, for one, I'm just feeling a really big sense of peace and calm and hope. Yeah, I think that's what I'm feeling. So again, if this is your card, what resonates for you and how can this card help you connect with your soul? were three very powerful readings. I thoroughly enjoyed all of them. I think each of them brought a certain dimension that we can use to connect with our souls. So whatever card was yours, or if you listened to all three, I hope that you got some divine messages and a little guidance on how you can connect with your soul. Thank you so much for listening. And again, if you would like a more personalized space to receive and integrate guidance like this, reach out to me to schedule a 90-minute Messages from Within session. And if you'd like to share what you got out of your reading, I would really love to hear from you. All of my contact info is in the show notes. And yeah, stay tuned for next time and the beginning of our summer conversation series. So exciting and just... Thank you so much for being here. I'm sending you my love and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.